0: Hi and welcome to episode 6 of I Totally Knew That. Thanks for sticking it out this long. This is pretty exciting. Episode 6. You might be wondering why I decided to call an informational podcast I Totally Knew That. Like, why should I come and listen to your podcast, Whitney, if it's stuff I already know? Well, mostly because Galileo said you cannot teach a person something he does not already know. You can only bring what he does know to his awareness. So each week I'm bringing something to your awareness that has been brought to my awareness. Chances are you've probably heard this goal setting stuff before or these success theories or strategies. So I'm simply reminding you of things that are really helpful in life and kind of keeping our priorities and perspective straight together. So thanks for joining me for episode six. You know, this week I was constantly thinking about why I don't have what I want most. And this is a great question. Why don't you have what you want most? If you're listening to this podcast right now and you your life doesn't look the way you want it to look? Why is that? Well, I have concluded that it is for one of two reasons. Um, Reason number one, you haven't sat down and thought about what you really want your life to look like what your greatest aspirations are. And one of my favorite things about doing shows is is meeting new people. You meet so many new people with each new show you do, and you get to know them really well because they're spending so much time together. So last April, I was doing a show, and I was asking one of my castmates, what would make this the best year of your life? And he looked at me and he said, Whitney, this would be the best year of my life if I had seven contracts back-to-back this year. Because last year I had five. And I said, oh, okay, so you're telling me that this year, if you have seven contracts, it'll be the best year of your life. And he thought about it. <laughs> and he said, well, I mean, it wouldn't be the best best year of my life. And I laughed and I said, okay, well, that's what I want to know. I don't want to know what would make this a pretty good year or what would be, you know, a nice, a nice working a nice work ratio for you. I want to know what would make it the best year of your life. And that is what we have to sit down and figure out. So that's one of the reasons why we don't have what we want most is we haven't actually thought about what we want most. The second reason um, is that you haven't gotten serious about it. And you might be thinking, Whitney, you don't know my life. You you don't see what I do every day. You don't know how hard it is for me To, you know, turn my life into my ideal life. And I understand. It is hard. But think about all the people who are in situationally, financially, mentally, physically, way worse off than you are. And they're happy. And they get stuff done. So why is that? How is that possible? How is it possible, like the guy that I shared on last week's um, podcast, who climbs mountains and he has no limbs. So, you know, we really don't have any excuses. You just have to get serious and then you will start to see the things show up in your life that you really want. Think about all the people who say they want to get in shape. You can only blame your ill fortune for so long because the truth is there are lots of people out there who have gone from 400 pounds overweight to their ideal size. There are lots of people who have done that. And it's funny, um, I was listening to this pastor the other day, and he was saying how a lot of people set that as their new year's resolution or goal to get in shape. But then there's the Christmas cookies and they're like, okay, I'll start my diet after Christmas. And then there's the Easter chocolate bunnies and they're like, okay, I'll start my diet in a month. And then there's, you know, the summer popsicles and vacations. You can't change your diet on vacation. Um, it was funny because he joked, some of you have been trying to lose the same 20 pounds for the past 20 years, (laughs) but it really is impossible to, to turn turn your life into one that you love if you're not getting serious about it. You can say for years and years and years that you want to visit Italy, but until you sit down and make a plan, until you print out the dates you want to go, how much you have to save, look at where you want to visit, you know, where would you stay, whatever you're going to do to prepare for it, until you start doing that, it's not going to happen. It's not So right now, I want you to take the time to truly ask yourself the question. Pause this podcast. Jot down the first five things that you can think of that would make this the best year of your life. Or maybe you're all set, in which case you might not want to listen to any more of this. But darling, stay with me. I digress. All right. So if you need to pause the podcast for a second and think of your top five goals, go ahead and do that. I'm going to just assume that you paused it, wrote down your five things, and you're back. Okay, so I want to read you something really great from The Power of Positive Thinking by Napoleon Hill. He said, When you get your own thought habits under control, you will have yourself under control. But you cannot do it by drifting. Organize your thoughts. Decide what you want. To what position in life you aspire. Then plan ways and means to express your thoughts in terms of organized action. Follow through with applied faith and unremitting persistence. This is the means by which you can become the master of your fate, the captain of your soul. Decide what you want, to what position in life you aspire then plan the ways and means to express your thoughts in terms of organized action. You have to get in control. You have to get organized. You have to sit down. You have to turn off the phone, the TV, the computer, the car, whatever it is. For five minutes, get alone with your own mind and ask yourself what you really want in life. So now that you've decided what you really want, you can move to the next step. This book that I was reading this week, it's called Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy, who's one of my favorite authors. I've talked about him on here before. He talks about the ABCDE method, or as I like to call it, the ABCDU method method okay so basically how it works is you write down your entire list of to-dos things you want to do things you want to buy um you know things you need to get done appointments that you have or things you need to prepare projects you're working on whatever it is get it all out of your brain and on a piece of paper so that you're looking at all of these different tasks coming up and um and hopefully these tasks are moving you towards your your goals then you um, label them. You put them in the A group or the B group or the C group, um, depending on how important they are. Important. And then if you have several, so A is obviously the most important. And then if you have several, you have A1, A2, A3, A4, et cetera, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. I literally just learned a few months ago that espresso is not expresso. And also the other night, my friend corrected me when I said, oh, it's a hyena. And he said, no, it's a hyena. So that's great. 25 and just learning the English language. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but I call it the ABCDU method because I think there needs to be a U in there. Just the letter U. And it needs to stand for urgent. Um, Sorry, I don't know why I just said that like a question. But for me, tasks that are important, yes, should be organized, ABC, whatever, so that I can focus on the most important things. However, there's another category, which is urgent. Things that aren't necessarily important, but, you know, a quick email that you have to send before you go to work on Monday. Otherwise, you'll get in trouble. Um, That kind of thing. So the whole mentality of this ABC method is that you don't do anything in the B category until you finish what is in the A category. And this was brutal for me this week. Oh my gosh. It was so hard because I much prefer getting the easier things done. I don't like the reason why the things in the A category haven't gotten done is because I don't want to do them. So the fact that I needed to really try out this strategy completely so I could share it with you guys, I really had to force myself to eat that frog. And your your projects or your things that you have to do that are in your A list, the most important, are your biggest and ugliest frogs. And the mentality of the book is eat an ugly frog first thing in the morning and nothing bad can happen to you all day, right? So get your ugliest frog out of the way as soon as possible, the ABCDE method. And I actually really liked it. It forced me to to get done the things that really were most important. And it was easy to refer back to my list of priorities so that when I would get distracted by, oh, I should do laundry, oh, I should, you know, do spring cleaning, oh, I should wash my car, I would look at my list and be like, oh, there's still two really big frogs in my A category. I need to work on those and get the other things done later. Um, so try that out this week if you want. I'm pretty sure my sister Kelly uses this um, when she when she makes up her cleaning lists. I feel like I remember seeing her um, doing this before. So maybe um, you totally already knew about the ABCD method, but I would encourage you to try it out again if you've already used it or if you've not used it. Brian Tracy said, The sad fact is that most people procrastinate on the most valuable and important tasks, the vital, quote, vital few. They busy themselves with the least important 80%, the, quote, trivial many, that contribute very little to results. And um and then he said throughout my career I have found the simple truth the ability to concentrate single mindedly on your most important task do it well finish it completely is the key to great success achievement respect and happiness in life so are you working today to see the fruit that you want to see in your life tomorrow um you know there's there's never going to be a convenient time to start these big projects, these to eat these frogs. But the sooner we build the habit and decide that come rain or come snow, I will do this. The sooner we turn our dreams or ideal into reality. Um, my You're Totally Never Too Old segment this week was going to be on one of my girlfriends. She was just telling me about her grandpa the other day and how he is... Um, He actually just recently passed away, but he was 99, I believe she said, and went skydiving. And he was all over the news and everything. And she said throughout his entire life, he was such a go-getter. He never stopped working towards his next extreme adventure. And I thought that that was so cool. So you're totally never too old. If you are listening to this podcast and you are under 99, you have plenty of time Anyway, that's all for today. Remember, there's no dream too outlandish, no plan too big, no desire too lavish. You can create any life you desire. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time. Or hear you next time. Well, I won't hear you. You'll hear me next time. All right, have a great day.